Coming up, the Reds get a walk-off win, and Aaron Judge has a great birthday. This is Locked On Game to Game, MLB. Every game, every team, every angle. Locked On Game to Game, your team every day. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every single weekday. Nick Senzel hit a walk-off home run for the Reds yesterday afternoon to start the day of baseball off with a bang. Both Locked On Reds and Rangers have more after the exciting finish in Cincy. And that is a sweep. What's up? This is Jeff Carr from the Lockdown Reds podcast. And Nick Senzel walks them off. The homer streak is done. The Reds win three in a row after one harrowing week last week on the road. But you know what? That's in the past. Dubs all around. Reds get the win. Great pitching performance from Graham Ashcraft. And the bullpen, they might have let up that one run. But hey, pretty good performance overall for this Reds ball club. Great baseball win, beating up on the Rangers for three straight games. We got a lot to talk about on the next Lockdown Reds podcast. Make sure you join us. Hello, Payne, my old friend. The Rangers lose a walk-off home run, get swept by the Cincinnati freaking Reds. I'm Bryce Patrick, host of the Locked On Rangers podcast. This was just an absolutely miserable series and a, a miserable game for the Rangers. The only the only really good thing to, to come out of this one is John Gray got his 1,000th career strikeout. He's had two strikeouts in his last three games and uh, delivered a, a quality enough start, a decent outing out of the bullpen for Josh Spores, a couple of scoreless innings and in high leverage. The Rangers were able to rally back in the ninth inning and, and tie it up, but... It was it was awful. It was just an awful game, an awful series. Josh Young got hit in the hand and had to leave this one. Thankfully, his hand isn't broken. Travis Jankowski, who's been a revelation early, had to leave this game with another injury. It was just awful in Cincinnati. Thankfully, the Rangers are coming out. Get them out of Ohio. The Orioles beat the Red Sox yesterday to continue their hot start to the season. Locked on Orioles looks at another Baltimore win. Make it five series wins in a row for the Orioles. They take down the Red Sox 6-2 to two on Wednesday afternoon to take two out of three in the series. O's now 16-8. and eight. This was a pretty clean game by the O's, I will say. Probably didn't come up with as many hits with runners in scoring position as you would like, but they still capitalized. Santander sack fly in the first inning, his sack fly in the seventh inning. Ryan McKenna had a couple big hits. Tyler Wells wasn't as good, but I'll take five and two-thirds with two runs anytime out there for Tyler Wells. The bullpen... Got into a little bit of trouble, but who else but Yenier Cano just continues to get pretty much everyone out. Rest in peace to his perfect streak. He did allow a base runner on a hit batter, but still no hits for Yenier Cano. Felix Bautista a little shaky, but closes it off. But general, after Tuesday night's game was kind of sloppy and ugly, this was just kind of a clean game, I felt like, for the Orioles. A nice little 6-2 win to win the series. And I'll recap it all on Thursday's episode of the Locked On Orioles podcast. The White Sox couldn't find any offense in an 8-0 loss to the Blue Jays yesterday. Locked on White Sox recaps a seventh straight Chicago loss. The Chicago White Sox were embarrassed once again by the Toronto Blue Jays. They lost 8-0 on Wednesday afternoon. Hey, I'm Nick Murawski from Locked on White Sox. At least the Chicago White Sox kept it consistent for the second game in a row. They managed just four hits. Uh, the White Sox were swept by the Jays uh, right after being swept by the Tampa Bay Rays. White Sox are now on a seven-game losing streak and have dropped to a 7-18 and record. 
uh, to start the season. Uh, White Sox dropped Luis Robert Jr. from the one spot to the three hole. Uh, He went one for four with three strikeouts. The White Sox return home trying to get something, anything going with Dylan Cease on the hill against the Tampa Bay Rays on Thursday night. For more, check out the Locked On White Sox podcast. Coming up, a big Major League debut on the mound for the Guardians. This is Locked On Game to Game MLB. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially when we're all growing and changing as we get older. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness, figuring out who you are, and talking to a therapist can really help you do that. If you're thinking about doing therapy, BetterHelp is a great way to start things out. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge until you find the right person that you want to talk to. So discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on MLB. Today, you will get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on MLB. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you again for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Tanner Bibby made his MLB debut last night and struck out eight Rockies on the way to a win. Locked On hosts from both teams go over how it played out in Cleveland. Rock on Rockies fans, Paul Holden here from the Locked on Rockies podcast. Well, the Rockies can't get the sweep. The lack of runs comes into fruition, but the uh, big, big storyline, that's all kind of irrelevant for the Rockies. Herman Marquez leaves the game yet again with an arm injury. Apparently, it's not the same area that he was hurting before because this was his first return off of the IL. What does this mean for the Rockies? Well, they also just DFA'd Jose Arrania. The thin starting rotation just got more thin, especially if this is going to be an injury that requires Marquez to miss his next start or next couple starts. Noah Davis has already been called up and is replacing Jose Arrania in the bullpen. So is this a Rockies team that's going to have to turn yet again to the minor league system for a promotion? I think that it might be the case. We'll be breaking it all down right here on Locked on Rockies. Apparently the key to success for the Guardians is to start rookie pitchers, and why not? You've got some good ones in the minors. Sunday, Logan Allen comes out and dominates, gets the Guardians a win, and they can't win a game otherwise unless they put a rookie pitcher out there. Apparently as Tanner Bobby made his Major League debut on Wednesday afternoon, and he is the fourth pitcher, or the fifth pitcher, I believe, to strike out eight batters in his Major League debut, which Logan Allen did just a couple of days ago. You saw what the hype was about. Tanner Bobby went out there and honestly, without his best fastball command, went out there and threw most of his pitches for strikes. The fastball command came along for him as the afternoon went along. He was able to do everything else pretty well, though. He missed eight bats, eight for eight strikeouts throughout the game, and the offense did just enough to get him a win in his Major League debut. Good for the kid, and hopefully he and Logan Allen stick around. There's no reason these guys shouldn't be back in the minors, because hey, it's the last two games the Guardians have won. Uh, Stay tuned to Lockdown Guardians. We're going to relish this win in tomorrow's episode. Aaron Judge drove in three runs on his birthday, and the Yankees beat the Twins on Wednesday pretty easily. Lockdown Yankees has more after a big day of offense for New York. This is Stacey Gotsoulias of Locked On Yankees, and the Yankees beat the Twins 12-6. Hallelujah. They scored runs. Actually, they scored the most runs they've scored all season. Aaron Judge was 3-4 for four with two doubles. He drove in three runs, had a walk. It's his first multi-hit game since April 11th. 
It's been two weeks since that's happened. That's a long time for Aaron Judge. So he woke up on his birthday. Aaron Judge gave us a present. Thank you. Aaron Judge. Anthony Volpe had a good game. Actually, everyone had a good game on the offensive side. Everyone had a hit. It was the most runs they've scored all season. It snaps that losing streak and it salvages the last game of the series. This is great. So now they go to Texas on a high note instead of flying to Texas, having lost four in a row. So this is good. There were some negatives in the game, namely Domingo Herman giving up three home runs. Not the first time he's done it and probably not the last. But again, Yankees scored 12, so, you know, it's fine that he gave up that many home runs, but uh, he needs to not do that in closer games. So we have everything you need to know about this game on the next Locked On Yankees, plus a preview of the first game against Texas, because there is no break. They were flying into Texas, and they are playing them on Thursday. So we will be telling you everything you need to know about that as well. So tune in. The Padres scored three runs in the last three innings to power past the Cubs at Wrigley Field last night. Locked on Padres and Cubs have more after San Diego's victory. Jesus, Tatis, he's back! Ah! What's going on, everybody? Javier Reyes here, Locked on Padres podcast. The Padres win, bouncing back from a rough game last night, winning game two against the Cubs 5-3, to three, and Tatis with three RBIs on the night. Really, really cool stuff, especially considering like that little dance he was doing the other day, you know, and kind of being in the spotlight a little bit because of that. Uh, I love the dance for what it's worth. Uh, I think that that was great. And it's nice to see him like the game after, you know, come up big for the Padres, unlike, unfortunately, still struggles from Juan Soto and Manny Machado, whose first at bat of the game, by the way. I don't know what the heck that was. That was it was rough to watch. Drew Smiley's a good pitcher, but come on, man. Uh, we're still waiting. We're still waiting. Uh, but don't Forget about Nick Martinez, who is a guy who seems to have, like, the stamina of a starting pitcher, but not always effective as one. But out of the bullpen, he can be multiple innings. Sometimes he can even close. So he's just like the Swiss Army knife for the team. Three scoreless innings pitching tonight. Uh, he was awesome, and I love him in the bullpen role. So don't forget about him. Show appreciation for Mr. Nick. He's great. Uh, and hopefully they can take uh, tomorrow afternoon's game. That would be lovely. And hopefully the offense can just do a little bit more. That would be great. But until then, guys, of course, as always, stay faithful. Cubs lose a tough one. Had a 3-2 lead in the seventh to the Padres. Lost 5-3. Too many games this year the Cubs have lost when they've been leading late in games. Too many of them. I think there's three of them already in, in a 23-game stretch. And, you know, you look at the run differential, it's the best in the National League. So why is this team just 13-10? and 10? That right there. They have lost too many games this season. I'm not going to get into statistics. I'm not going to get into recaps. They have lost too many games this season when they have been leading late or tied late. And early in the year in a small sample size, that's the difference between being 13-10 and 10 and 16-7. and 7. And, and that's where they're at. And they got to clean that up and clean it up quickly or or they're going to, you know, they're not going to be able to make the run they want to make this year. The Diamondbacks shut out the Royals yesterday behind Zach Gallen, who has now thrown 28 straight scoreless innings. Locked on Diamondbacks goes over a solid home win for Arizona. The milkman Zach Gallen delivered once again in the series finale to the Kansas City Royals 2-0. Miller Thomas of Locked on Diamondbacks here. Zach Gallen is locked in once again and it feels like every time I do it now after a Zach Gallon start that's what I have to say because Gallon is now up to 28 scoreless innings after going six and a third with 12 strikeouts against the Kansas City Royals no walks only four hits allowed he now has the MLB lead in strikeouts and 
over the last four starts, I I think he has 40 strikeouts to just one walk. Like, it's insane what Zach Allen is doing right now. And in his five starts this month, 44 strikeouts to just two walks. So, like, Zach Allen has been absolutely insane with what he's doing right now. And he's trying to break his most recent streak of scoreless innings of 44 just set last season. So, Zach Allen, I wouldn't bet against him to do it because the man is too locked in right now. And he's carrying the D-backs. And he's going to win a Cy Young at the end of this season. Coming up, the Phillies come back late to beat the Mariners. This is Locked On Game to Game, MLB. Today's edition of Locked On Game to Game is brought to you by eBay Motors. A championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same with your vehicle. So for parts that fit, head to eBay Motors and look for the green check. Stay in the game with eBay Guaranteed Fit, ebaymotors.com. That's right. eBay Guaranteed Fit, only available to U.S. customers, eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. Welcome back. You're listening to Locked On Game to Game MLB. Local experts going over all of the biggest stories from baseball. Thank you once again for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. The Astros held the race to just two hits and handed Tampa Bay a second straight loss at home. The Locked On hosts from both teams have more as Houston seems to have the secret to winning in Tampa. H-Town Wilhouse here with Locked On Astros and the Astros win a third series in a row. They started it with Toronto, they went to Atlanta and swept them, and they took two of three from the race. A red-hot race, might I add you. A second straight shutout. Hunter Brown takes the mound after Luis Garcia's phenomenal performance and says, you can do that, but I can do better. Seven innings, eight strikeouts, only two hits, only two walks. Nerys and Presley came in and closed the door. They got contributions from Yiner Diaz, from Jeremy Pena, who had a multi-hit game, Kyle Tucker and Mauricio Dubon, who extended his hitting streak to 20 games. The Astros look good. They are a half game behind the Rangers, who recently got swept by the Reds, and they returned home for a seven-game homestand where they will start the first three against the Phillies this weekend. Stay tuned in to Locked on Astros. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. Check us out every day on Apple, Google, or Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We're your team every day. Go Strohs. I'm Kevin Weiss, co-host of the Locked on Rays podcast, and... The Tampa Bay Rays are officially on a losing streak. Only two, though. Losing streak of two as they fall to the Houston Astros by a score of one to nothing. The Rays are now 20 and five on the year. And last I checked, they've gone 19 innings now. 19 straight innings without scoring a run. They'll look to change that in a four-game series against the Chicago White Sox and what will be relatively chilly, windy, rainy conditions. Not ideal for a Rays team that's used to playing indoors and likes the warm weather. Silver lining out of this Rays loss, Josh Fleming, who struggled off and on for the last several years, pitched six strong innings. And Manny Margot, who struggled all this season, uh, got two hits as the number nine hitter. Not much more to glean from that, uh, so the Rays will look to try to keep their mark of the best record in baseball going forward. The Phillies shocked the Mariners with two runs in the bottom of the eighth to beat Seattle by a run yesterday. Locked on Phillies tells us how Philadelphia turned that loss into a win. 
The Phillies take game two against the Mariners. Connor Thomas, your host of Locked On Phillies. Wasn't an easy game, and giving up a grand slam early doesn't help you. J.P. Crawford, <laughs> I mean, I guess you kind of wish he was still here, but whatever. It happens. You move on from guys, and I'm glad he's doing well in Seattle, but also glad the Phillies won this one. A great eighth inning comeback by the Philadelphia Phillies. A good close-the-door effort by Jose Alvarado. And uh, honestly, the Phillies really needed this one. Go back, watch a couple episodes ago, Locked On Phillies, and I told you six runs is probably going to be what the Phillies need to win this series. Six runs every game. Well, they lost five to three yesterday. Six runs would have done it. They win with six runs today, winning six to five. We'll see what happens tomorrow, but about spot on. You want more insight like that? Check out the next episode of Locked On Phillies as we recap the Phillies win. The Angels and Athletics split the first two games of a four-game set in Anaheim, and our Locked On Angels host goes over a dominant L.A. win in Game 3. Well, if you pitch good and you hit good, then you're going to look good and you're going to win. And the Angels won on Wednesday night. Hey, everybody, it's Mike Frisch, one half of Lockdown Angels. The Halos got an 11-3 victory over the Oakland A's, led by Patrick Sandoval on the mound. He pitched good. Seven innings, only the second Angels starter to do that this year. The other... Well, of course, it's Shohei Otani. And speaking of Otani, he hit his sixth home run in this game. He was in a 5-for-33 funk, and he broke out of it with a couple of hits, a couple of RBIs, and that home run. Brandon Drury hit a home run. Hunter Renfro hit a home run. And the Angels find themselves one game over 500. Hooray! 13-12. and 12. And John and I are going to talk all about this game on Locked on Angels. We hope you'll join us. The Cardinals and Giants went into last night's matchup headed in opposite directions. San Francisco had won four in a row before Wednesday. St. Louis had lost six of their last eight. That trend continued with a San Francisco win yesterday, and our locked-on hosts with both teams go over the final. We knew the Giants were much better than their horrible 6-13 and start. And guess what? Right after that, five wins in a row against two good teams. I know the Cardinals are struggling right now and have a 9-16 record, but they're a good team. The Mets are a good team, and the Giants have won five straight against them. And this was just a really good overall game. Paul Goldschmidt hurt the Giants. What else is new? But the Giants offense banged out 13 hits, a bunch of extra base hits, Slater with a double, Estrada with a double, Wade Jr., who wasn't even originally in the lineup, uh, hit a triple and a homer, his first ever homer against a lefty. He continues to just have great at-bats. And Wilmer Flores homered as well, and the bullpen kind of came through when they needed to. Camilo Duvall got Goldschmidt to ground into a double play, representing the tying run, nervous time in the ninth inning. But just a great win fifth in a row. Giants are right back in it. 11 and 13. We'll break it down tomorrow on Locked on Giants, where it's your team every day. The St. Louis Cardinals are broken, and the Giants once again take full advantage of it. It's JD from Locked on Cardinals, and tonight on How Can the Cardinals Blow Another Lead? It was Lars Newbar's turn as he decides to make a routine error by dropping a fly ball in center field with two outs in the fifth inning. That puts runners at the corners, and then Jordan Hicks spikes a slider. That wild pitch brings in the runner from third, making it 3-2 to two when the Cardinals never sniffed the lead again. Fundamentally, this team is a complete dumpster fire. They can't hit with runners in scoring position. One for eight tonight. They can't field five errors in their last four games. They can't stop the running game. They give up three stolen bases tonight. They can't keep the ball in the ballpark. They give up two more home runs tonight. Every aspect of this team outside of Paul Goldschmidt, who goes four for five tonight with two home runs, is an absolute disaster. And there are no signs that it's going to get better anytime soon. For the latest updates and info, be sure to keep it locked on Cardinals. 
That's a wrap for this edition of Locked On Game to Game MLB. Thank you for making Locked On your first listen every weekday. Now go make sure you're subscribed to Locked On MLB and your favorite team's Locked On podcast on YouTube and wherever else you get your podcasts from. I'm Kainani Stevens. This has been Locked On Game to Game.